Hello and welcome to another episode of Open Studio. I'm your host, Martina Flor, and in this solo episode, I address a common question among artists and creatives. Should I go freelance? In my experience working with hundreds of artists, interviewing dozens of them on this podcast, and being a freelance artist myself, I understand the reasons why an artist may want to go solo with their business. In this episode, we discuss the motivations behind most artists wanting to open their own studios and the things that stop many from making the leap. We will touch on the things that going solo as an artist will require from you and how you could prepare yourself for taking that step. So if you're thinking of going freelance, this episode will give you tools to find clarity and get you going. Now, if you're already freelancing, it will help you make an audit of your business and think of ways to improve your results. Should I go freelance or not? This is a very common question that I get often from my students and the artists I work with inside my programs. And I want to use this episode to address that question and look at the things why, you know, the reasons why you may want to go solo as an artist um, and also explore some of the reasons why many artists hold back from actually taking that leap. And I think that in this podcast, we have had a lot of guests that have gone through that process and they are um, successfully running their practices. And I think one of the reasons why I invite them to this podcast is to show you um, and many artists out there that it, it is truly possible to start your own business as an artist, to succeed at it and to, you know, shape your life in the way you want it to be um, and build it around your skills as an artist or a lettering artist or an illustrator. So I want to start by addressing why, you know, why is it such a common practice or such a common call that many of us artists have um, to go solo with our business. And later on in the episode, I'm going to share with you something that I've been working on um, in the last couple of months with my team that it's kind of designed and made for you to, if you didn't start your business yet um, and you're thinking of starting your business, it is designed for you to get an idea of what it in, what it involves and also to perhaps give you a first win um, into what it is to run your own business, to, to go um, reach out for your own opportunities. And if you're already in the journey of running your own business, of uh, running your own freelance business, and you're perhaps not getting the results that you would like to have, or perhaps, you know, that your reality doesn't look exactly like you planned it. So I think this, this training or this thing that we have been working on that I'm going to share with you in a couple of minutes, um, I think it's going to be really helpful and really um, educational and informative as many of the things that we do with my team, of course. Um, so first I want to address the this call that many of us have as an artist. And, and I think because I have been in touch with so many artists through this podcast, um, and also because I, I am in touch with many freelancers through my programs and my coaching programs, um, I got to understand and also through my own personal journey as a, as a freelancer and an artist that went solo 
12 years ago, um, I think I got to understand why as artists we are called to start our own businesses, to go solo with our own businesses. I think one of the reasons is because we do work that is extremely personal. We, I think you will, this will resonate with you for sure. Um, that when I say that, we feel really connected with the thing we do. Um, we feel that the, you know, if you are an illustrator or a lettering artist, you are passionate about it. You really enjoy doing what you do and you feel really connected. You're pouring yourself into this thing you're doing and you feel really connected with that thing you do. And, um, and therefore, your work is really personal. It is also a way, a reflection of who you are, right? And this is one of the reasons why you may be thinking or you might have already uh, taken the leap into freelancing because you want to shape a container for that creativity. You want to shape a container that allows you to be your best self in terms of creativity and the work you can put out there. Um, and also, I think that will be a, n the number two reason that I see out there that you know, at some point you notice, hey, I, if I would have my own business, I would have the, you know, the, the autonomy to sort of create the projects that I want, to work on the projects that I want, to take in the work that I really enjoy, to decline the work that I don't enjoy so much, to be the one that is calling the shots in a way, right? Um, another reason is that it is, what we do is really multifacetic. I don't know if that's a word, but it, you know, it takes a lot of shapes. What we do, since we work with shapes and colors and, you know, creativity and ideas, what we do can really take a lot of different shapes. And when you are perhaps working at a, or the, you know, the, the working uh, the work world right now, when you work at a job or at a corporate job, I think the world is still structured in a way that everyone has their own task and they stay within that, right? Or at least this is what I, I, ha I have experienced in previous jobs that I had before going freelancer. And what I've seen also many of the people I work with, all the artists I work with, that they have left some jobs because they felt that, you know, they, they were just recluded to do that one task that they were assigned with. And there was not much outside of that, right? So, and what we do, um, you know, when you work with, um, with art and you create art, um, this can take a lot of different shapes. And um, I think this is also one of the reasons why many artists decide to take the leap um, into uh, freelancing or are thinking about um, going solo with their businesses because they start noticing that there's a lot of a lot of other things that they would like to explore outside of that particular task that they are doing at their job right now, right? Um, so, and this leads me to the third uh, reason why I think, or I have seen uh, many artists taking the leap uh, into freelancing. Uh, and that is that because they're 
looking for more creative freedom. And I think that that really it's like the umbrella reason why many, many artists go solo because they are they are looking to have that creative flexibility, not only in the things they do and the projects they take in and, and the projects they start, but also flexibility in terms of how they manage their day. If, you know, if, if you're a creative or an artist that loves working at nights or really has their, their, um, their cre creative bursts at night, then you can really shape your life in a way that you, you work um, towards the, the second uh, half of your day and not uh, during the mornings, right? The same happens with, um, you know, the way you shape your ear and, uh, and how, when do you take breaks and whether you go on a trip and you decide to, uh, you know, you take a break during that trip and then, then come back and continue working on your business, right? So it really gives you that, that creative autonomy in terms of the work you do, but also in terms of the way you shape your life um, in relation to your creativity, I remember that I watched once a talk by uh, Stefan Sackmeister and he mentioned that he had, instead of taking small breaks throughout the year, I don't remember exactly how it was, but he was having this, this specific approach to taking breaks. So instead of taking um, a holiday every year, he would take just a few days just for a break and then he would... Um, put together a lot of those weeks and get a year off to go somewhere in the world and um, explore a certain project he, want to, to, he wanted to explore. So he took a, way, a, a year off uh, and went, I think, to, to Asia and he created a book with different installations and stuff. So he used, he shaped his life and his breaks around the things he wanted to do as a creative right so that and that, that really resonated with me like that really made a lot of sense in terms of you know you need to in order to do the projects you want to do you also need to shape your time around that right so I think that's also one of the reasons why um, an artist might want to go solo with their uh, business but there's also other reasons um Perhaps, I don't know, you want more autonomy in your life. In general terms, you want more autonomy to just take a morning off or, you know, leave, leave uh, your job earlier to go to uh, an event uh, of your kids or, or a birthday party of a family member. Um, or you want to spend more time with family or you want to spend more time, more time traveling. If there's really a lot of different reasons and um, a lot of different stages in life in which you may be right now that really call you to start your own business as a creative, right? And if you're already a freelancer and you're listening to this podcast, you you would totally um, resonate with this, that really, like, if there's something great about freelancing is um, or being uh, on your own in your business uh, or having a solo business as a creative is that it really gives you a lot of flexibility and um, yeah and it really gives you this space and this um, autonomy to decide what you what you want to do every day 
right? Uh, which is also one of the challenges of being a freelancer. I have to say that um, as I started as a freelancer, it wasn't it wasn't so easy for me to um, kind of have a structure, right? And it really, you know, because I was so used to working for someone who were calling the shots, someone that was the boss and was defining at what time I will work and what are the projects I will be working on. Um, it was really hard for me to change or to switch that attitude, right? I really had to switch attitudes, go from, and I always say this to um, the members of my coaching program, like you need to be ready to step up and really um, change the attitude of going, being um, passive to being really proactive, right? And I think it's also a matter of changing your system in a way um, because I remember that when when I started as a freelance, I felt that was really challenging. But nowadays, it's, it's part of my system. It's part of my operating system to be proactive about things, to be really um, in charge of things. And it's not something that I have to think about. It's not something that I have to really work on. It's just, it just happens naturally because I have changed from one state to the other. So I just want to wanted to address that because it's not, I would say that it's not a challenge that is always there. It's, it's something that is in the very beginning where you need to really step up on a new position and transform yourself into, you know, the boss of the business. And even if it's just you in the business, but you really have to step into that position of becoming the boss, um, you know, organizing your day, deciding when you want to work, being conscious of um, and aware of the things you need to do to keep your business running. But it's really one of the big challenges in the very beginning. Um, but once you go through that uh, stage, uh, it just becomes like second nature um, in a way. So I want to touch next on why most artists hold back from going solo with their businesses. And I, I was just discussing many of the reasons why I have seen um, artists going solo with their business um, and w why, why they find or they have that initial call of just breaking free in a way or breaking free of their jobs and just starting their own practice. But I want to address why many just don't do it. Um, I think one of the main reasons for that is because we have often heard and said ourselves even at times that we cannot make money with our art. And I think that's one of the biggest myths that keep many artists from going solo with their businesses, which is, and I, I have said it often in this podcast and also in other podcasts that I've been invited to, um, it is really no longer true. And this is this myth is part of the past and it doesn't respond to the opportunities and the the structure and the way the world works nowadays nowadays um as an artist you have a myriad of ways of doing money with your art and i have proven that 
often in this podcast through all the guests that I have invited over like dozens of thousands of guests that I have invited to this podcast that are doing very personal work um, and are making a living with our art and they're thriving with what they do, right? So I would say that one of the reasons why many artists don't go solo is plainly that myth that is no longer true, which is that they have heard over and over that they cannot make money with their art. And I am not, I want to clarify here that I, I really want to touch on these things and I want to put them like really front and center and throw some light on these things because these are, these are things that are present nowadays that were present for me when I started. So I'm not trying to shame any of um, of the thoughts you may have, you listening right now may have, if you're thinking of going solo and all these fears that you may have um, within you um, that are holding you back, because these are really common things. And these are things I want to say that these are, these are thoughts that many artists out there have. And I just want to talk about them because I think that the more we talk about them, the, the faster they will go away right um another reason i think and this is a strong one as well is that because they don't have business training many artists don't have business training i think um we have um we have invested a lot of time into honing our skills learning our skills uh but we have learned very few about running a business how to do it how to find clients how to um do a client onboarding, how to uh, price our work. Wondering how to land dream assignments? I'm running a free client outreach challenge to help you land your dream assignment in four days, even if you're just starting. If you're a lettering artist or illustrator and you have been struggling to land the right assignments, or if you haven't even started because you think there's too much competition out there, you wonder where to find the clients or how to even start a conversation, well, I have great news for you. Clients are hiring right now and they need your art to sell their products, connect with their audiences and tell their stories. But how can they find you if they don't know you're out there doing the awesome work you do? In this free four days challenge, I'm going to show you how to find those clients and turn your dream assignments into real assignments. Go to martinaflor.com slash challenge to join for free. We are starting soon. Go to martinaflor.com slash challenge and join. Now back to the show. We have really no preparation whatsoever in business. And this is, this is a very legit reason why a, um, an artist might not be or might decide not to go solo and I think I have to say that this is this is one of the things that I struggled the most in the beginning um, I had no preparation in business whatsoever I come from a family like a non-entrepreneurial family so um, I didn't I didn't absorb any of this information um, from my family from my surroundings but also I didn't absorb any of this information um, at art school you know, there's not much information out there on how to start your business, um, especially a business that is based on your art, which I think it's, it's like a different kind of business. It has like a different um, 
profile and it has specifications that are or things that are very specific to this type of business um and there's also not much not much information out there but also not many people that is willing to share like the secrets and the dates of how to do it um so i think that this is one of the biggest challenges also for for uh, artists out there that are thinking of going solo with their business or have already taken the leap but they find challenges um at running their businesses because they don't have preparation and it is hard to find that kind of information out there it is hard to find someone who also uh wants to share that with you and i have to say that Because I experienced that myself, um, it's one of the reasons why I have taken the step of um, doing that for other, uh, or facilitating that for other artists. Because I know, I know how it feels to to be there, to um, not to know how to do stuff, not to know what's the right procedure, uh, not to have anyone to refer to that will give you a hand. And I think in many ways, this is why I have taken that step of like um, running my coaching programs for lettering artists and illustrators is I feel that there should be more information, more of that out there because that will create more empowered artists and overall that will help our industry greatly. Um, that will really bring a lot of benefits for everyone involved in that industry, right? So I want to move now uh, on to what it takes to go freelance with your business um, as an artist. And as you may have already noticed, Going solo with your business um, is no, it's not a small change. It's really, it can really be a change of life. It's, it's more of a path of transformation. I believe it's more of a path of transformation because you're not only stepping up on a different role and building in yourself a different attitude, um, but you're also, you are transforming your life your everyday life will change radically so you need to step up as a business um, owner but also as a leader and that's that's really what I think is the most exciting part of running your business that you become the leader of your business and you become also a leader um, in your industry right so you are you know the face of your business you are showing up and that's already a big a big change but because it requires that transformation I feel that freelancing is perhaps not for everyone right and um, and this is something this is a really personal um, decision around whether you go freelance or whether you want to do to make that step right because I believe that you know you need to be ready Uh, to leave your comfort zone you need to be ready to explore a different state a different um, state of mind I would say as a person as a as a creative uh, so you need to be ready to make that step right and I can say that across the board everyone who has decided to go solo with their business they're ready to make some changes in their life and they are ready to step out of their comfort zone um, and also they're they're willing to 
question what is you know the status quo which is this you know these myths and this this free concepts about or these assumptions around what an artist could or could not make right so many of the artists that i have interviewed in this podcast they were really questioning um what what was possible for them as artists right and they really went for it and they they were succeeding at it right so you not only need to be ready to step out of your comfort zone but you also need to be ready to question things and to go against the the grind uh i don't know if that's an expression but to go against what people say or people have said in the past about what is possible for an artist and what is um, not. So, and you need to be willing, I think a third thing is that you need to be willing to try to try uh, new things. You need to be willing to do things in a different way that you used to do them before. Um, and to also, you know, go out of your shell <laughs> in a way as an artist to really... Um, open your mind to all of the different things you could do with your art. And I think I touched on this on previous episodes where I spoke about uh, income streams. And really when I when I speak about income stream, and I, I'm a person that really built her business um, based on different income streams. And when I speak about income streams, it's not a way, it's not only as a mean of creating different income sources for your business, but also as a way of using different media to apply your creativity. So I think that the income streams, in my case, were a result of explorations that I have done with my art, with my skills, that really turned out being also additionally financial income streams for my business. So as I said before, you know, going freelance will require transformation from you. And you, in that transformation, you need to be willing or ready to leave your comfort zone, to question the status quo and, and what is possible for you as an artist and to just go for it. Um, and you need to be willing to try new thing. Um, and I can tell you this now because, you know, I've been doing this for 12 years and, and, you know, for, for me personally, there's no, there's no way back. There's no looking back at, um, at how I did it before for me now, this is my life and I have built my life and shape my life as a freelancer and as a as a business owner. Um, and I have to say that when I started, I thought that running a business was all about, or being a freelancer was all about, let's just get in a tax number and issuing invoice, invoices, right? And I was really running my business blind for many years. And, and I was burning myself out, I would say. And it, there was a moment where I touched rock bottom and um, and I, I thought I need to change something here. Uh, I need to change the way I approach running this business. And this is where I asked for help. And I would say that at that time, the idea of a coach or a mentor was not really um, 
widespread among the creative businesses. It's not something that will come to your mind as a mean or as a tool to improve what you're doing in your business or the, the results you're getting in your business. So I hired this, this coach at that time and we worked closely together and he really helped me establishing systems and keep track of the progress I was doing towards my goals. He actually helped me set goals, which I didn't have at that time. I just really started my business. I got a tax number. I got my invoices and I thought, well, I would just do jobs, right? I would just get hired, do the job, deliver it and send my invoice. And I didn't set myself goals. I didn't set myself a vision. And I think that was the bigger, the biggest thing that I did um, or the biggest transformation that I had at that time when I had been running already the business for a couple of years, was that really I defined a vision for my business. And things started to shift um, from that time on. They started to shift because the vision allowed me to define what are the projects I want to do, which ones I need to decline, which ones I need to get more of, uh, which ones I need to start and nurture. Um, so that, that experience really uh, helped me, not only because of that, but also because you know, he, he showed me systems that I could use and repeat every time um, and um, systems that will improve my customer's experience and I learned a lot during that time. That was my, my business education, I would say, uh, or the first time I had any business education or guidance. Um, and it gave me the opportunity to shape my business, right? Uh, and I think that was also the seed that led to me taking that role for many artists nowadays, right? So, because I've seen... I have experienced myself the kind of transformation that it caused in me and my business um, that I have kind of shaped that into my coaching programs, right? So going down to the question of should I go freelance or not, or if you're uh, asking yourself, you know, should you go freelance or not? Or if you're already freelance, freelancing, should I keep this business? Am I doing the things right? Um, is this the, the results? Is this the kind of results that I should be getting as a freelancer? Um, so I would say that, you know, going freelance is a very personal decision. I think that during this episode, we have touched on different things that you need to be prepared for um, as you step into this new role. Um, but, but what I can say from my perspective, um, running a freelance business for many years, now having a team or ha having built a team um, that is helping me with my business, I would say that, you know, you can learn all of this. You can learn all business things the same way you have learned your skill. And whatever that is, if you're a lettering artist, if you are an illustrator, if you are a designer, you can learn this skill, the skill of running a business successfully and um, sustainably, the same way you have learned a skill. Uh, it requires, you know, decision. Uh, it re requires um, consistency, the same way that learning a skill requires consistency and um, 
yeah, and will, right? It's not just about reading a book uh, or learning, you know, this or that strategy and applying that into your business. It's more about a holistic approach to really take that leap or take that decision of um, understanding all business things, right? Um, in my experience, in my own business and also through, you know, the, the transformation that I've seen happening in my students or the members of my coaching programs, um, I've seen that it can really help you get faster where you want to be, right? It can really understanding the same, I would say the same way uh, that learning skill um, requires, you know, getting the fundamentals down. And, and I've seen in my own experience, for instance, with lettering, that at the moment that I um, really double down on learning the skill on you know learning the fundamentals signing up for um for a master course in uh in letter design really the, it was a day and a night kind of thing uh, it was a pivoting time in my life where i went from not really understanding what i was doing to really be in control of what i was doing to understanding um the the things that i was doing understanding how to improve it so it really really learning uh, a skill is is very similar to um to learning all business stuff right so i think that's a good analogy for us that are artists and have already gone through the process of learning a skill that this is a skill as anything else running a freelance business and uh learning all businessy stuff um, is really a skill that you can learn as you have learned to do lettering or to do illustration or to do um, graphic design. Um, so how can you start thinking? And after this, I want to share with you this, um, this training that I've been working on with my team so that you can uh, start making progress towards this goal of starting your own business uh, and have some results uh, that you can hold on to, right? And you can look forward to as well. So how can you start thinking about either going solo with your business as an artist or if you're already freelancing, um, getting better results? And I always say start small. Start by trying to improve a certain system in your business, um, make just one step at the time. And this training that I'm gonna share with you, I think it's gonna help you do that. Um, but I always say like, think of one side of your business that is um, now not making sense for you or not bringing you the results that you want. And think of the smallest step you can do towards changing that. And start implementing that into your everyday work. So make a plan, try to implement that. Let's say that, you know, this week you want to get, um, you know, you want to get faster at, uh, at delivering the final work. So you want to get the process of your, uh, of your um, you know, the process of creating artwork for your clients faster so that you can have more time for yourself. So how can you start implementing that into your everyday life? Start thinking about the small shifts that you can do in your business that will improve a certain procedure, right? 
Now, if you haven't, if you haven't started with your business, um, you may be having a lot of questions right now. Like, how do I even start? How do I get my first clients? How do I, um, how do I manage finances? There's a lot of questions to address um, when you start a new business. However, I want to guide you through one of them. And this is where I want to invite you to this, um, to this training that we have been working on with my team that is called the Client Outreach Challenge. And I'm gonna share with you a link to sign up for free. It's a free challenge, so you, will, uh, you can sign up for free. And it's an email challenge, so we will send you a, um, a training or a video to watch every day. Uh, with actionable items that you can uh, implement right away um, into, you know, the, the whole point of the challenge is to get you to land a dream assignment in four days, to get you through the steps um, that you need to cover to really reach out to clients or doing client outreach effectively in a way that um, you will land the assignment and also we will guide you through what you need afterwards, right? Because it's not only about landing the assignment, but it's also about, you know, what happens when you already have the assignment and you have to execute and you have to do the client onboarding and you have to do the pricing and all of that. So sign up for the challenge is you can go to martinaflorcom slash challenge and sign up for free. And in the challenge, you will experience what I call the three C's of transformation. We were talking about transformation in this episode. And I think, you know, starting your own business and stepping up in that, in that new role requires that kind of transformation. In the challenge, you will experience um, this, what I call the three C's of transformation, which is what I use. Uh, it's kind of like the system that I use on my coaching program as well. And the three C's stand, stand for, the, one of the C's stand for course or program. And this is where the pre-recorded um, lessons come in throughout the challenge. So you will get these pre-recorded lessons with information, with input, so that you can apply it on your own business. Um, the other C stands for um, community. So you will have access to a pop-up Facebook group where you will connect with other peers that are on your on the same journey. And you have that experience of really being with people that gets it and that really cheer you on along the way. And the third C stands for coaching. So I will be there along the way um, helping you with whatever questions you have. Uh, I will be jumping on the pop-up uh, Facebook group and we will also have a live session at the end of the challenge where you will have the chance to, um, to ask me questions and I will be there to answer them for you. So the whole experience um, lasts four days. So in four days, we'll be working together into um, bringing you closer to your to land your dream assignments. And I think this will be a really fun experience, but also very informative experience. And it will show you first how much you can achieve in four days when you have a framework, when you have a community that supports you, and when you have guidance from um, someone that has been there, that has done the, the work, and um, that can provide you, you know, that is 
also willing to provide you with information. Um, so, and you will get a win in just four days. So I, I encourage you to sign up for this challenge. Uh, go again to martinaflor.com slash challenge and sign up for free. We're going to start soon. So the, the training is going to start soon. Sign up now because we have limited spots for this challenge. And um, yes, and that's it. Again, I'm going to tell you again, the, the link is martinaflor.com slash challenge. We don't run this challenge. This is the first time we have run this challenge and uh, we will run it just once this year and I'm not sure we're gonna run it next year again but so I encourage you to sign up now if you're um, thinking of going solo this is definitely gonna give you a first win and give you a taste of what it takes to go solo with your business um, and if you're running already your own freelance business I think this will help you improve some of the things you have been doing that perhaps are not bringing you the best results and see how is a proven framework can really bring um, results to what you're already doing. So I hope I will see you there. I hope this, uh, this episode was um, informative and had clear some of the ideas that you have in your uh, mind already around starting your own business, whether this is for you or not, and what are the challenges that are expecting you um, on the other side. And I am there for whatever question and comment you want to send me. You can for sure reach out to me on social media at Martina Floor. Just send me a DM. Um, tell me what you thought about the, the, the episode. If you have questions, if you have made a decision of going solo, for sure let me know. Um, and if you love this episode, please share it with other people that are other artists that are thinking of going solo but are um, holding back for all of the reasons that we have listed in this episode. So thank you so much for listening and see you on the next episode of Martino Flores Open Studio. Bye-bye. So this is it. I hope you loved this episode. You can find me, the host of the show, on social networks at Martina Flor on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you have a question or comments, go to martinaflor.com slash podcast, where you can see previous episodes, find show notes, and send voice memos with your comments and questions. You can also watch these episodes on YouTube. Just go to martinaflor.com slash YouTube to find them. You can, of course, listen to all our episodes on your favorite podcast platform. If you loved this episode, subscribe to this podcast. And if you leave us a review, it will help others find us. Thank you all for listening and see you in the next episode of Martina Flores Open Studio. Bye-bye.